0: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to Quince.com/slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.
1: Cara, acne can be tough. Whether your kid is just starting to get breakouts or has been struggling with them for years. There's a great product that can help.
0: Phyla is the ultimate game changer. It tackles acne right at its root cause, rebalancing the skin's bacteria
1: We got this question from a listener via Instagram. Okay, so if your hypothetical child is dating someone who is hypothetically sending half-naked Snapchats to your child, and you don't want your child to know that you hypothetically check screenshots on their phone and iPad, and they are 14, by the way, what do you do?
0: Can I add that there were emojis? Yes, many shocked
1: emojis.
0: Yeah, like the the scream, <laughs> it was that emoji. So what do you do? You find nudes on a kid's phone. I'm not even gonna say your because there might be people who are listening who are temporarily taking care of a child or they're a grandparent of a child or they are a teacher, babysitter, coach, older cousin, we could give you a million scenarios of who they might be. And they could come across this situation. Sometimes it happens innocently. It's not when the adult is actually checking the devices, but it's more that there's a shared family plan and one person's text thread pops up. Have you, Vanessa's smiling like that might have happened in her house. I have to be very careful about what I text. To my friends about my children <laughs> in case. because it popped up on their devices, right? So that happens. And so I think in answering this question, one really helpful frame is to broaden the lens a little because we can talk about what happens when one checks a kid's device without the kid knowing the parents checking, which is a that's an issue that because that becomes then what do you do when you found the information? But then there's just what if the information is there? What if the nude is there?
1: And I will say that in our house, if you're a kid who has a device that I am paying for and it's a privilege, not a right, then I have the ability to check what's on it. And that's how it goes. And if they want to, they've never asked because they don't earn much of their own money, but if they want to pay for their own phone and not have me look at it, then that's a conversation we can have. But right now, I pay for it. Right. So it's I get friend. to look.
0: It's your fun. So let's just talk about what drives kids today to take nudes, share nudes, send nudes, forward nudes. And I'm going to start with the trifecta <laughs> of their immature brains. They're very mature limbic systems, but they're immature prefrontal cortex. So they're Impulsive feel-good risk-reward center is fully on fire, but their thoughtful, long-term, consequential thinking brain is not. So that's one piece of the trifecta. The next piece of the trifecta is they have this hardware, the phone or the iPad or the laptop, with an unbelievably high-resolution camera. I mean... You know, I didn't even know cameras could take pictures like this when I was growing up. I'd, I'd never seen a camera that was that fancy and now I have one in my back pocket every day. So that's the second piece of this trifecta. The third piece may surprise you, Vanessa, because I think the third piece of this trifecta is that sending nudes is completely normal among adults.
1: Yeah, so that's an interesting point to make. We think it's just kids doing this. But actually, it's very common, like adults on dating apps do it. I don't mean to be rude, but like, I don't know why anybody <laughs> finds it appealing, but I'm not going to judge. By the way, Cara and I are sitting next mm-hmm. to us while we record We're this, sitting next to and each I, other. I mean, next to each other. <laughs> and I just realize that when I lean in to use the shared mic, like my face is plastered up against my desktop computer and it's like a very disturbing image. So I'm just... We'll share the video with everyone. I'm just closing my eyes and talking at the same time so I don't have to look. But yeah, it's like
0: adults. What's the data on that? Okay. Well, so the anecdotal data, I ask a lot of my adult friends who are on dating apps anyone who's listening should query their adult friends who are on dating apps, or they should sort of reflect on their own experience if they're on dating apps. The vast majority of my friends who are on dating apps have received unsolicited nudes. Either nudes show up somehow in the photo feed, which is now most of the apps are trying to screen a lot of those out. But one of my friends called me, like, really, I didn't know what was going on. And she had she was just brand new to a dating app and a guy, instead of saying hi, just texted her a nude. These are not 14 year olds, okay? (laughs) So the normalization of nude sharing has to be acknowledged as a piece of this. I found this article from, okay, 2015. Not new data. I'm really into not new data. What
1: year is it? I can't even remember what year
0: it is now. 2022. It's a a lucky seven years later. And I've pointed out because this was in the infancy of really good cameras on phones. And here is the headline from an article from the LA Times in 2015. 88.5% of surveyed adults said they had sexted 96% 96% endorsed it.
1: But that doesn't necessarily mean nudes. That could
0: mean like a sort of erotic talk over text. It can, but I think, and it's a really fair distinction, but I think we just need to acknowledge that we as adults are quick to freak out and sometimes judge when kids engage in sharing of sexual information, sometimes words, certainly images, like this listener wrote in about, but it is a currency in the adult population as well. And so it is important to address not as a teenage problem, hmm. right? But
1: except, as,
0: well, except. Well, except, go for it.
1: <laughs> that if you are under the age of consent, which yes. is 18, yeah. and you are sending naked pictures that is considered child pornography
0: and it is illegal. And we did an amazing episode with Jonathan Crystal a few months back. I really encourage anyone who wants to understand this better to go and listen to that episode. Jonathan Crystal is a prosecutor based in Los Angeles, and he has written a wonderful book called What They Don't Teach Your Teen. And it's really about all of these issues. There's a massive section on the sharing of nudes and the history of why it was considered child pornography. It was considered child pornography because in the old times before the iPhone, it was often adults, predators, adult predators, taking pictures of kids who were under age and sharing those images. And that was a prosecutable offense. Now in the age of cell phones, it is far more often the kids themselves exchanging this. Well, it's uh, sadly, it's both. It is sad we have not solved the child predator problem, but let's go back now to let's the question. Let's go back to question. the question. So I think it's important to separate two things.
1: One is that when you're in a relationship with someone or you're sexually interested in someone, it is very normal to want to engage with them on some level, whether that's in person, whether that's online, whether that's visually, whether that's verbally, it's really important that we normalize that some 14-year-old kids want to engage sexually in some way and not shame the fact that they want to share their bodies or touch each other's bodies or talk about each other's bodies. So we have to separate that from the concerns about naked pictures, about the legality of it, about child pornography. And so to the listener who wrote in, I'm going to offer one way into this conversation and Cara will offer another way in, but my way in sounds something like, Hey, so you know how your phone is a privilege and not a right. And I have the ability to look at what's on your phone. I don't do it all the time, but I do do it sometimes. Well, I noticed that there were some naked pictures of you or the person you're dating. And I totally get that it's really exciting to see each other's bodies or show each other your body or to talk about things that are sexual, but I actually need you to know that that's illegal and can be considered child pornography. I don't know if you know that, and I know you didn't mean to break the law, but it's really important that you understand that it's actually really dangerous for you legally to be sharing that stuff. If you listen to enough of our episodes, you'll hear us preach the importance of air, particularly down there. Airing out body parts reduces sweatiness, stinkiness, and skin irritation. And it feels amazing to air it all out after a long day in tight, sweaty clothes.
0: Which is why we created the Umshort, Super soft, lightweight, with wide legs and a low crotch. All help air flow designed for all genders in all sizes, literally down to kids extra small and up to men's extra large. Everyone who wears them tells us they've never been so comfy. Get your shorts at myumla.com. Vanessa, we literally have three minutes to eat lunch every day. I am not joking. And the challenge is how to make it delicious and healthy and still fit into that tiny window. Our answer
1: That code is puberty50 at factormeals.com slash puberty50 to get 50% off your first box, 20% off your next box. And I am going to go do that right now because I need more Factor Meals in my refrigerator.
0: It can also help digestion, though too much helps your digestion too much, which is not a good thing. It can support muscle recovery. So bye-bye, Charlie horses. And it helps build dense bones, which is especially important for women approaching and in menopause.
1: We have an exclusive offer for our listeners. You can go to buyoptimizerscom slash puberty, B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S.com slash puberty. And you can use the code PUBERTY10 during checkout to save 10%. That promo code is PUBERTY10 at biooptimizers.com slash puberty. Your body and brain and family and business partner will thank you. And Magic Spoon is so confident you're going to love their product. It's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they will refund your money. No questions asked. They do not want you to send their cereal back to them.
0: Dry a bowl of Magic Spoon cereal today at magicspoon.com slash puberty and use the code puberty to save $5. My way in might be a little different. Um, shocking. Shocking. <laughs> Um, not because I disagree. I actually think everything you said was correct and very beautifully and well stated. But I think my primary concern is that the images will be weaponized against the kids and revenge porn being sort of the very real consequence. Revenge porn is when one kid or person, adult, it can be anyone, circulates a picture, usually a nude, but it can be a video. It could be, you know, any number of things and weaponizes it, circulates it about the protagonist in the picture, if you will, right? The subject of the picture. And that becomes essentially, it's a form of getting revenge on a person. Often happens when two people break up and the person who was broken up with has this supply of nudes on their phone. And what do they do in anger? They weaponize it by sending it and sharing it. And that has tremendous, tremendous emotional consequences. So I think my way into the conversation might sound a little different. My way in might sound like first sort of seeing if they want to tell me, Mm. um, which is hard because sometimes you're met with a lie. That's going to be a different episode of Now What? (laughs) But, you know, the first prompt being, it's a really common thing for people to exchange nude images of one another. And if it's something that Has happened for you. I just want you to know you can always talk to me about it. I will, because I'm your parent and I care to keep you safe and healthy, I will ask you from time to time if you have done it. And the reason why is there are serious long term consequences. And I would want to be able to help you so that you don't end up on the receiving end of those consequences. So I'm going to ask you now Have you ever sent or received a nude? Vanessa, the problem with the way I'm doing that is I have offered a yes, no question. And I was like, don't do it. Don't do it. And and they they may very well say no. And that's when, and this is, I mean, it's a 50-50 shot, right? But this is where I think there's a really easy second pass, which is, okay, let's take that one again. I want to give you an opportunity to give me a different answer. I may have some information In my head. So let's try it again. No consequences for not having talked to me truthfully, but let's go and then ask it a second time. I want to layer in the fact that in the call, in the caller, in the (laughs) DMers question, we had the specific call out that the child did not know that the adult was looking at the device. My best advice to parents is let your kids know the way Vanessa lets her kids know, the way I let my kids know it's a device that you own and it is your job to keep them safe and healthy. You will be checking the device because it's a whole fight when they say you have invaded my privacy.
1: And to layer on to that, I mean, what Cara said is that this is not one conversation. This is a conversation you have when you first give your kid a phone. And if they're like a fifth or sixth grader and you say, hey, I'm not sure if you know this, but it's actually illegal to send naked pictures of yourself or ask someone else to send illegal pictures and they'll be like, what? I would never do that. Ew, gross. What are you talking about? And then a year later, you have to say again, I don't know if you remember, but I mentioned, I just want to remind you, it's illegal to send naked pictures of yourself. And by the way, people sometimes share those naked pictures with other people and then everybody sees naked pictures of you. And then again, in eighth grade and again, in ninth grade, this is a multiples conversation with increasing sophistication and increasing understanding that why they're doing it might have like real underlying
0: sexual reasons. Vanessa, how do you do that without creating anxiety for the kid?
1: Well, I actually don't have a problem creating anxiety about (laughs) sending (laughs) naked pictures. If it creates anxiety and then they don't do it, I'm actually okay with that. But I think to your point, we want to create a situation. Like what if someone sends them something unsolicited and they think, that they received it and therefore they did something wrong. And so you want to say, hey, if this ever happens, you can always talk to me. And I know you think I'm going to freak out, but I promise I will try my best to understand the situation. And if this happens to one of your friends, you can come and tell me, I will help you. There's a great scene in the movie, The Kissing Booth on Netflix. And there's parts of the movie that are like a little mature, But where one of the characters, someone takes a picture, not the person she's making out with, but someone else takes a picture of her making out and spreads it all over school. And her older sister helps her go to Instagram or text them or whatever and get it taken down. And so, like, maybe even watch that movie with
0: your kid. I love that advice because the reality is that there are horror stories out there of kids who have had. Their nudes circulated, and it becomes the great devastation of their life, and they have self harmed in response to it. And this is why I say it's an issue of keeping your kids safe and healthy. There's a way to have these conversations where you create enough anxiety that stops them from doing it, but not so much anxiety that they go down a rabbit hole if this happens to them. Because statistically speaking, it's going to happen either to them or to someone they know. And so I think remembering that. You're not just sleuthing for information, but you're trying to create an open communication so if it does happen to them or to someone they know, they can get an adult involved who can help claw back some of the imagery and have real consequences for the folks who have spread these images around.
1: And I would just finish up with, on a positive note, this is actually an opportunity to open up the conversation with your kid about like, What's going on in their lives, in their intimate relationships? I mean, this sounds like it's a committed relationship. Maybe they're interested in being physical with each other. And you can say, hey, that's great. That's normal. You are an adolescent and you can want to be with the person who you care about. And I totally support that. And by the way, if you have any questions, I'm here, right? So in a way, even though you're taking on a tough topic, including the fact that they don't know you've seen the nudes, On the other hand, you're saying, I am here, I am supporting you, I am available to talk to you about this stuff, and what you're feeling is totally normal. And then you get to take it on a more positive note after dealing with the harder stuff.
0: So the answer to the question is that it's very complicated and layered. It's going to depend upon the kid, the parent, what is known about who has access to what device, right? The specific circumstances. All of that rolled into one. But at the end of the day, the best advice that we can give is to remind your kids fairly regularly in conversation, not in lecture, that this currency that exists, this currency can be used against people down the road. So it's one that they should probably steer fairly far away from. And then you can laugh about how gross it is that adults send each other nudes <laughs> on dating apps.
1: That middle-aged people send pictures of themselves. Yeah. So good luck. Please let us know if you have any more questions on this topic. I think this is something that will come up again and again. DM us at the puberty podcast on Instagram or email us the at at gmail.com. We love the questions. They are pouring in and we are desperately trying to keep up with the pace, but I think we've got the next many, many now what's scheduled already. So thank you so much for sending in questions and we are always here to do our best to answer them.
0: Thanks so much for listening. You can follow us anywhere you get your podcasts or check out our Instagram at the Podcast. If you have questions or stories to share, email us at thepubertypodcast at gmail.com. And for more puberty info, check out myumla.com or dynamogirl.com. Bye.